Welcome to The Dead Drop, your secret cachet of game news delivered safely and securely to your podcast player. I'm Matt Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. Before we get into the stories for this Saturday, I'd love it if you were enjoying the podcast to tell just three of your friends about it. I want as many people to benefit from The Dead Drop as possible, so if you could tell your mates about it, I'd really appreciate it. Now, let's get into the news stories that you need to know. Sony's State of Play was on Thursday this week, with a very fast announcement and an even faster showcase. Sony was clear that there would be no PSVR 2 announcements before it began, so we're just looking at game trailers and announcements. There were four titles announced that are brand new IP for the console, Exo Primal, Earth Defense Force but with dinosaurs, The Diofield Chronicle, not quite Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy Tactics, Trek to Yomi, a side-scrolling samurai tale, and Gigabash. We also had further confirmation of Forspoken's delay with an additional four minutes of game footage, a repackaged Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles set with 13 retro games in it, more Final Fantasy Stranger in Paradise, and a couple of extras. If you're keen to check them out, link is in the show notes. Steam Deck users and developers have been busy this week, so here is the Steam Deck stack in progress with the new console. The Steam Deck can now run Windows, and Valve has offered drivers to enable installation on the deck, but is not offering support to make it work. The current offering is missing support for Bluetooth and speakers, but it's good news for those who want to try and use it as a portable PC for more than just gaming. Xbox Game Studios has also detailed their games supported on the Steam Deck. This means that some Bethesda, Ninja Theory and Remedy titles are available to play in varying levels of support. Games you cannot play on the deck are Gears of War 5, Halo Master Chief Collection, Halo Infinite, and Microsoft Flight Simulator X. With Windows now working on Steam Deck, many users will want to try using Xbox Game Pass for PC to access more games, but this is ill-advised at this stage due to hardware limitations. It might improve over time, but be cautious for the moment. And lastly, Heroic Games Launcher now works on Steam Deck for the Epic Store. The Linux-based Flatpak app enables installation and access to games available on the Epic Game Store for PC without needing to change the OS installation on the deck. It will be subject to hardware requirements, but options are really opening up for this thing. Elden Ring has now been picked up by the speedrunners of the world, and records are being broken left and right. In a single day, two users broke the record for time to complete the game, and both came in at under an hour. Lil Laggy came in first on YouTube with a time of 59 minutes and 38 seconds, while Distortion 2 came soon after with video evidence of 49 minutes and 29 seconds on the very same day. And Super Louis 64 has done it again by beating Elden Ring bosses with a controller made entirely of bananas. I believe last week I referred to this as a thing. Well, it's a thing. And you're probably wondering why I consider this news. I don't really, but bananas. The Dutch Administrative Jurisdiction Division has decided that EA did not break gambling laws in their country by including loot boxes in their FIFA games. FIFA Ultimate Team includes card packs, and the original accusation was that the card pack element could be played entirely separately from the game itself. This has since been overturned as a ruling, with the judgment stating that the games are designed to supplement play and do not require a gambling license for use. This has overturned a previous ruling that would have seen EA pay a fine of 10 million euro in the region. 
rumors are hitting the streets that Xbox may be working on a new console already. Twitter user Tero Alhonen identified the keyword Keystone in the scripting declaration on a new project. Xbox has named their previous consoles with code names such as Durango, Scorpio, and Scarlet to keep them under wraps, so it wouldn't be beyond possibility that Keystone is a new console non plume. With the release of the Series X, it would be expected that Xbox release a follow-up console soon, as an iteration with improved hardware. With console availability so low since release, but steadily improving, we can't be certain when they'll release more details about a new console. And of course, this is just a rumor. So don't start saving your pennies just yet. Ubisoft is now added to the list of big game tech companies hit by cyber attacks. The only details we have at this stage is that the attack happened and that Ubisoft expects player data not to have been exposed. It took down some gameplay servers and other areas of the business, but we're still waiting for word on the impact. I'm sure Nvidia and CDPR can commiserate being the two big gaming giants hit with significant hacks by bad actors and blackmail. Xbox is having its first games showcase for 2022 with the ID at Xbox showcase next week. It's anticipated to show off games in development such as Finji and Whitethorn, Tunic and Trek to Yomi. Obviously a big focus on indie games releasing on Xbox soon. It will be exclusive to Twitch and Xbox viewing channels on March 16th at 6pm GMT. That's 5am on the 17th for the Aussies. Eight women have joined a sexual discrimination lawsuit against Sony PlayStation, alleging that misconduct, sexism and misogyny are rife in the company. The case was originally filed in November 2021, with the main reasons stated as unwelcome advances on women in the office, being looked over for promotion opportunities to favour men, and their work being ignored in favour of men. On speaking out about mistreatment, one of the plaintiffs was dismissed from the company. Whether this means that they are complicit is yet to be seen, but with employees speaking out against Ubisoft and Activision Blizzard, it should be difficult to ignore these problems. Underrepresented game developers deserve better, and the companies should do better. Today we have another podcast promo, and this time, it's the Super Bracket Bros. Jay Davis and Elias Stokes run a bracket of fictional game, movie, and book characters, and each is paired in a one-on-one -on -one fight to incapacitation or death. Each episode is one of these fights, and the hosts, along with the guests, talk through the fights and who the eventual winner should be to advance. I was lucky enough to be a guest on their most recent episode, Juliana Blake from Deathloop, versus Ash and Bob from Overwatch. It was so much fun to chat about, mainly because the episodes are so interesting. I'd highly recommend you give it a go, and if you like what they do, they've also just launched a Patreon with a bunch of bonus content from previous episodes, so toss them a few bucks if you can spare it. Hunt for Super Bracket Bros on your podcast player, or check out the collaboration section, deaddroppod.com, to listen to the episode directly. I'll also have links in the show notes. That was the gaming industry news that you need to know. How do you like the new format? Send me your feedback as I'd like to hear what you think of the podcast and other ways that I can improve it. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out sources of the stories, transcripts and more. Join me every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday to discuss the latest game news. And if I missed anything, let me know on Twitter at MattBlissPod or via email at deaddroppod at gmail.com. Or don't and just tell your friends about the dead drop for all your video game news. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days. Bye.